DW, the 77%. As an African and a black person, I love reggae because reggae music will teach you to appreciate the black race. A perfect example will be Chronic's Black is Beautiful. So when it comes to other music, it's very difficult to hear those things. I grew up in an environment that I was really exposed to reggae music at a very tender age. And if you look at African reggae stars that I grew up listening to, uh, Lucky Dobe, Bara Alamo Boy, I see it more of like a spiritual music that talks about you know, the, the, the true life experience of the people. So for me, I think reggae music really helps shaping who I am today. Today, reggae music is one of my, five, you know, my favorite musics. From what you've just heard, I'm sure you already have a clue of what we are discussing this week on the 77%, and that's the popularity of reggae music among young Africans. My name is Jen Nyinge from our studios here in Bonn, Germany, Wagwan Rasta. Now, this question has been asked time and again, if there is a connection between reggae music, drugs and crime. Young Ghanaians and Gambians will be telling us what they think. You can also be part of the debate and the platform is DW Africa Facebook page. Reggae music continues to be popular all over the world and especially on the African continent. Despite having originated in the 60s in Jamaica, the music has survived different generations to become one of the most listened to by young people. Africa has also produced best reggae artists, a good example being the late Lucky Dube of South Africa, Alpha Blondie from the Ivory Coast, and Majek Fashek from Nigeria, among others. But why are young people in love with reggae? Our correspondent in the Gambia, Omar Wale, went to find out. As a young person, I do listen to reggae music because there are a lot of um, positive messages that come along if you listen to the relics. And then there's this other song where Lucky Dobby sang about um, one people, one people, different colors. I like this song because it's that one song that reminds us as humanity, no matter our color, religion, we're all one as one people. Us as young people, we can learn a lot from it to become a better person, to walk as one in order to make ourselves better and then our country and the future generation. I follow reggae music because of a lot of things. One, as an African and a black person, I love reggae because uh, reggae music will teach you to appreciate the black race. 
and then their black color. A perfect example will be Chronic's Black is Beautiful. So when it comes to other musics, it's very difficult to hear those things. And another thing I love about reggae is that it, it's always talking about peace, love and unity, uh, which is very important and also to have a positive vibe also. And also uh, to appreciate our culture and then respect our history, and, uh, which is very, very important for me as a reggae lover. I grew up in an environment that I was really exposed to reggae music at a very tender age. I, I grew up listening to artists like Bob Marley, Peter Toss, you know, Bonnie Vela. And if you look at African reggae stars that I grew up listening to, uh, Lucky Dobe, you know, Bara Alamo Boy, it, it really inspired me. And I see it more of like a spiritual music that talks about, you know, the, the, the true life experience of the people. You know, and most of the times, most reggae artists, especially the older generation of reggae artists, they tend to stand with the population. They tend to stand to sing revolutionary songs, songs that inspired people to get up and do things. And that's the reason why if you look at the old generation of reggae artists, when you play their songs today, you can still resonate around these songs. So for me, I think reggae music really helped shaping who I am today in terms of my exposure to life in terms of my awareness and up to today reggae music is one of my five you know my favorite musics you know reggae is not just a source of joy i mean if you read how it begins and how it gets prominence it was a medium of communication for a lot of suffering blacks in the caribbean and also in africa i mean you would notice that the message that is embedded in reggae music it's about black empowerment it's about africa it's about repatriation it's about um you know hailing as the achievements of Selassie, some of the great uh, founding fathers of africa Nkuruma and others i mean and if you had um seen read about the oppression that the black people have had to experience in the caribbean at the time from the hands of the colonialists, you would notice that, I mean, reggae was a tool of empowerment that gave them an opportunity, a medium of communication to also tell their own stories, their own way and express their desires and also their ideas of how Africa ought to be. Young Gambians there expressing their love for reggae music. Let me now turn on our Facebook page, DW Africa, and we've posted a question if there is any connection between reggae, drugs, and crime. I'll start with Atipo Efit from Ghana who says, I don't see the legends of reggae as criminals. Most of them are against social injustice. I just love reggae. Another comment is from Njaro Njaro in Cameroon who says, There is no connection between reggae, crime, and drugs. I'm not a criminal, and at the same time, I don't do drugs, but I'm a reggae fan. Thanks to all of you for your comments. You can also take part in this debate. The platform is DW Africa Facebook page. Let's 
Let's now head to Ghana where my colleague Isaac Kalechi is holding a heated debate with young people. And among issues of discussion is if there is a connection between reggae, drugs and crime. Isaac, the platform is all yours. Thank you so much, Jane. And I want to welcome our listeners around the world to Accra, Ghana for this very, very interesting debate about reggae music and how it connects with young people here in Ghana. I have some young people here for this debate. I have Michael Insia Autry, I have Ibrahim Al-Hassan, I have Rasta Kofi. They will be my guests for this debate. I am Isaac Kaleji. Let me start first with uh, Rasta Kofi, who is a Rastafarian, I should say, on this panel. What is it about reggae music for you? Reggae music is very very advisable because when you listen to reggae what the, the rasters are saying is true it's like whatever you are doing you have to do it well because you don't know what will happen in future time me i think when you ask me about reggae like we talk up to tomorrow thank you so much rasta for for those thoughts let me go to the other members of the panel let me start with you michael why reggae what is so special about reggae for you i grew up in a family where my dad listens to reggae. So I use it as a source of inspiration. It's been part of me. It inspires me a lot. What about you, Ibrahim? I think it's about the consciousness. It's about the message. In fact, reggae contains the gospel, the word of God, than even some of the gospel musics you hear. They preach about being conscious about yourself, your environment, and your relationship with your maker. Any of you with a special experience of how reggae has impacted you, how you got influenced by reggae? Let me start with Michael. It has really had a huge impact on my life. I remember Bob Marley's song that is uh, Redemption. And anytime I listen to that song, I'm inspired to do more in life, even when I'm down. It is reggae on my phone, everywhere I go. So anytime I'm preparing to even do any important thing in my life, I need to soak myself into reggae music before I go. And honestly speaking, it has really have a great impact. So Rasta, you are a Rastafarian and you said you love other music, you listen to other music, but you love reggae so well. So is, let's say, reggae music the currency for, for Rastafarians? Reggae is not only for Rastafarians alone. You are a Rastafarian, but you listen to other music. Well, well, yeah, but I listen to reggae more because reggae there is my food, you know. <laughs> You're still listening to the 77% debate and the debate is actually taking a look at reggae music and why young people in Ghana love reggae music. Rasta talks about reggae is like a currency for Rastafarian, but it appears that of course Rast uh, reggae is not loved by just Rastafarians. Do you, whilst growing up, still believe that reggae was that kind of music for Rastafarians or you thought it goes beyond just Rastafarians? As a young boy growing up at that time, I mean, yes, obviously that was a perception for Rasta guys who are so much into it. I mean, you watch anytime Lucky Dube, the late Lucky Dube song is being played in the area that I lived. You see Rastafarians, I mean, dancing and all doing all, I mean, irrespective of them, what is expected of them. But along the line, I got to know that, no, it is not only about Rastafarians, it is a song when you sit down and listen to very deep it is very deep as in one way or the other even changing your lifestyle 
1999 when Lucky Dube was in Ghana at the Kumasi Sports Stadium. I went there with one of my big brothers and people were seen, I mean, smoking. And when he took the microphone, he told them, reggae is not only about, I mean, smoking weed and that is the late Lucky Dube. So even at that time, as a young boy growing up, I got to know that, yes, the perception about it was, yes, it's only about rasters and what have you, but it goes just beyond that. Rasta, there are people who also think that reggae is about crime, drugs, smoking, and all kinds of bad things. Is this something you've actually encountered, and what do you make of the perception from other people on this? Rasta is not about smoke or something like that. All is about respect yourself. That's why Rastas will give respect because if you respect yourself, nobody can talk to you by hearts. Ibrahim, just react to what Michael is saying that, for example, when he was growing up, he thought that reggae was really just for Rastafarians and reggae was more about people who do drugs, who do crime because of where he grew up. Was that what you also had when you were growing up? Exactly so, because you see people wearing dreads and they are the people who are either the musicians or they patronize the reggae music. You go to the ghettos, yes. And that's because of the indoctrination. When they were also growing up, they saw the reggae musicians all wearing dress, the Bob Marley's, the Culture, the Joseph Hill, and what have you, the Burning Spear, wearing those dreads and smoking in some instances. So yes, some got influenced as a result and took to smoking, but I'm sure now there is more light that has been shed on the genre in general. We have reggae musicians who do not even wear dreads. So their perception is changing, yes. But when I was growing up, yes, I associated reggae with violence, smoking, ganja or marijuana, not playing to the norm, being an extrovert. You are concerned about that? No, reggae is not about it. It's like people are only smoking alone, relaxing. When you go to the reggae, if it's verse like what and open, you hear some words, you can listen and advise yourself. That day you won't go to the prison. That day you won't go to die. But if you don't listen anything and you don't have somebody who advise you, how do you do? You go and die. You go and rob, they will arrest you. But reggae man, rasta man, he stay with the boots, he hungry past you, but he knows so. Bob Marley knows so. Culture knows so. So if you say you are righteous man, why are you doing that? You're still listening to the 77% debate, and the debate is actually taking a look at reggae music and why young people in Ghana love reggae music and all the misconception people have about reggae music. We are having this debate in Accra, Ghana. My name is Isaac Kanleji. Let's continue the debate and talk about why reggae music is that inspiring and really connects with a lot of you. Let's understand why that is the case for many of you here on this panel. It goes beyond just tagging people, okay, reggae is for weed smokers. As I indicated earlier, if you just sit down in your quiet time, listen to some of these great songs, you appreciate the fact that reggae is an inspirational song. If you listen to some of the words that are in there, it will always urge you in life, whenever you're, you're down moments, whatever you find yourself in. I'm sure the reason why other young people like myself have taken the reggae music is that it symbolizes our struggles. It speaks to the fact that when you put your mind to something and you consciously work at it, 
you definitely get a very desirable outcome. It speaks to the fact that the political system is not being helpful. And those stories have not changed. I must say, even pre-independence, where we had the colonial masters oppressing people in different ways, using brute force, that might be missing now. But the oppression now comes from the system, lack of employment people struggle to make ends meet. So they see all these things around them and they take solace in music that can speak to their struggles. Rasa, share with us what you think people are missing out on when they don't listen to reggae. I would say everybody follow the reggae. It's good to listen. Sometimes you can see somebody using earpiece. When you come out the earpiece, you listen, it's reggae. Because sometimes what is going on, he's three bush before, he do a lot before. He's talking to you that I do this day or by today, I'm here. Personally, I think reggae is gospel. I'm here to come across any astute reggae musician who preaches violence in his music or who speaks against the word of God in his music. It's all about doing what God wants us to do. So I think if you're not a fan of reggae yet, you are losing out. You also feel that way that those who don't listen to reggae really are missing out on something so special? You look at the legends in the reggae industry, talk of the late Robert Nestamali, Peter Torch, I mean, the list goes on and on, Burning Spear, these are the sort of words they use, obviously, from the Bible. Most of some of, I mean, the things that you learn in your life are from the good book and they use some of these things from the Bible. So for me, it's been great and awesome for me. I mean, sticking to reggae as a young chap growing up and still living with it. Well, many thanks to all of you on this panel. Thank you so much for joining me for this debate, that 77% debate on reggae music and the connection with young people in Africa and the inspiration that it gives to many young people in Africa, particularly in Ghana. I had Ibrahim Al-Hassan, Michael Lincia Ochri, and Rasta Kofi for this debate from Accra. My name is Isaac Kanleji. Back to you, Jane, in Bonn. Thanks, Isaac Kanleji, for that interesting debate. It was such an eye-opener. Now, before we wind up, a quick comment here from Abu Bakar Kroma in Liberia, who says, Reggae music all day and every day. Reggae music is very educative, transforming and non-political. Thanks so much for all your comments. They are much appreciated. Continue with the debate on our Facebook page, DW Africa. And with that, we come to the end of this week's 77% show. You can listen to this show and previous editions by visiting dw.com forward slash Africa. My name is Jen Nyinge. Thanks so much for your time. And as always, keep it 77%. Man